Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Sri Banerjee, core faculty for the College of Health Sciences and Public Policy at Walden University with the joint faculty appointment at Ross University School of Medicine. Um, and I wanted to um, go over uh, something called um, arrogance of affluence or um, arrogance of food. Um, has has anybody ever told you that um, the food that you health that you that you uh, consume is uh, potentially unhealthy or um, potentially um, is uh, leading to switching over to calorie dense diet um, rather than a um, more healthy diet. So um, food insecurity um, leads individuals to um, spend less on um, certain, spend less on um, the, the uh, healthy foods and then switch over um, as money go, money leaves um, go over and switch over to calorie dense diet. Um, so looking at European Union here, it's a, it's a bit different. Um, they had their green deal um, and and um, kind of understanding the ideologues, um, they had a refugee crisis and um, major war, um, food insecurity um, in Europe. So this not only was going on um, at the time of this uh, environmental cult policies, but also um, before that. Um, so this has been going on, this arrogance of affluence um, for a couple, couple of years. Um, and so the scientific bodies, the farm to fork strategy is to use um, food that has been produced locally and then allowing that to go to um, uh, go to the um, residents of that community. However, the farm to fork pr program has been criticized by most scientific bodies. The commission's own joint research center um, criticized this. Um, not by one iota have they compromised their unrealistic ambitions or listened to others. Um, this Puritan commitment enforcing a failed strategy could be considered as admirable from a, a life sinking perspective, but it, but it relies an ideological arrogance that can only be tolerated by affluent activists who could afford the dreadful consequences of their medieval food beliefs. Um, so th this all started um, some of the world events um, are Franz Timmermans and uh, Ursula von der Leyen. Um, the European Commission cannot continue to lead by ideology and solve the consequences of their failure simply by throwing money at it. Um, the cupboard is bare. Europe is not self-sufficient in food production, and Brussels is not in position to feed the world. So, um, it may be all rainbows, unicorns, and butterflies, but when it comes to implementing policy built on there it needs to be built on compromise and pragmatic solutions. Um, and there's some uh, thought that this is not something. Um, because countries are self-sufficient, um, this is not something um, that could be important. So, seen as um, these are seen as dinosaurs of a failed uh, policy approach, um, which 
provides and represents a lost opportunities and a lasting symbol of waste of your peace dividend. Um, so this is a um, this is something that is um, relevant not only uh, in modern day time, but um, it takes a cold soul to force the torment of Tantalus um, on the world. So I wanted to continue here, and um, uh, this is actually Tantalus. And um, what what is interesting is that there's all this food, there's all this food that is real close to him, but he's never quite able to get it. Um, and so it's important to understand um, how this is similar to food insecurity because a lot of um, different concepts are uh, proposed through symbols. And uh, Tantalus, um, he, he was, uh, this was his punishment. Um, here he's allowed to, allowed to have water, but um, in the original story, he wasn't even allowed water. Um, and the tantalus can be and uh, can be applied to um, a lot of different stories. So this is an anecdote, and and here um, there's a there's a um, um, there there's some sort of um, opposition between um, tantalus and what's being done on a major scale and what is needing to be done. Um, on the ground. Um, so agroecology is a rather slippery concept with many definitions built around various political interests. So it's a social justice warrior, anti-industry activist, and organic farming lobbyist. Um, and they're obsessively naturopathic. Agroecology is built on a series of rejection of modern agricultural technologies. Um, so a scientific approach to agriculture would look at each situation and each need and develop the best technologies and systems to obtain an optimal solution, constantly checking and revising where necessary. Um, this agroecological approach then would start with a series of dogmatic restrictions. So for instance, farmer cannot use synthetic inputs, they cannot work with large corporations and they cannot trade on international markets. Um, research based on such fundamentals dogma is not scientific. Um, so in a political context construct, the activists pushing agroecology are battling to keep African small holders from using better seeds, crop protection measures and synthetic fertilizers. They're pushing to keep these subsistence farmers impoverished. Um, and some are some some of these, um, and I've, I've seen examples of this before, some of these uh, smallholders um, actually um, are responsible for a diverse um, uh, elect electronic um, a, a lot of these um, individuals are um, from a political construct, um, the African smallholders are decreasing um, because of the seeds, for instance, um, many of the seeds were uh, replaced due to the drought resistant um, seeds. Many of the local seeds were replaced 
right? Drought resistance. So all of the local diversity gets destroyed for um, in, um, in in terms of um, different trees and everything are destroyed and, and plants and uh, ecosystem. Um, never let a good crisis go to waste. Um, farm to fork, let them eat cake. Um, this European Commission has defined itself by its Green Deal strategy and they've tried relentlessly to push it through hell, pandemic, or high water. So you could expect these obsessive ideologues to push their farm to fork strategy as a solution for world hunger. Um, I wish I were making this up, but um, acute aware of the interrelations between our health, ecosystem, supply chains, um, consumption patterns, and planetary boundaries. The commission set out its vision for a fair, healthy, and environmentally friendly uh, food system. Um, so in this strategy, the commission underlined the importance of the resilience of the EU food system. Um, so what needs to be done is ensuring access to a sufficient supply of affordable food for citizens under all circumstances and to undergo a transition to sustainable food systems in a fair and democratic manner. Um, and this is aligned with the European pillar of social rights. Um, so there's, uh, uh, there's definitely um, some uh, areas of emphasis. So for instance, um, there's the tariffs um, by the World Trade Organization um, and dairy products um, get the highest tariff um, and then sugars and confectionery which is not um, too much of a surprise then meat products animals and meat products and some individuals of course um, don't eat meat um, and and so that is incredibly wonderful for their health um, but there's other things like social justice um, there's things about um, communication, um, know anything about the European Union. Um, so this is a, a example of arrogance of affluence. Um, these Madagascar children eating meager meals. Um, and that's just sad um, because they're not able to have the diverse um, energy-rich diets um, Unfortunately, they're, as you can see, um, eating a lot of um, uh, energy-poor um, diets. Um, so that's necessarily, not necessarily, um, healthy for the children um, and brings um, that health. So we're dealing with um, restrictions and export bans on food um, as the track record of these are disastrous. Remember the economic downturn 2007-2008? Well, there was a crisis amply demonstrated in various parts of the world. We might not have effect, uh, uh, experienced it here, um, but um, the track record of these are disastrous. So um, what happened is World Trade Organization, organization coordinated will, will be um, essential. So increased resilience, that's discussed again and again um, in these um, uh, in, 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 the, in this reading. Um, so to increase resilience, what do you do? Well, import countries are encouraged to ensure better diversification, diversification of sources of food supplies. And as you can see, there's no diversification here. 
um, it's mostly rice. Um, so moreover, well-functioning global supply chains and logistics are essential for global food security. And this is this is a sad um, plight of children in Parare scavenging for fallen grains of corn. Um, not the scavenger hunt these children should be forced to do. Um, and this is just another um, reason that there needs to be some sort of intervention that is done. Um, this goes into um, the pandemic, climate change, um, and take a take a second to uh, look at it. Um, so, however, the invasion of Ukraine um, so might have um, and a global community price boom are driving up prices in agriculture and seafood product markets and exposing the vulnerabilities of our food systems. Our dependence on imports um, of energy, fertilizer, and animal feed. So a lot of the wheat that's being stopped and not exported by Ukraine is affecting in food systems, has an impact on energy and fertilizer. Um, so the trade disruption of also also uh, raises serious concerns about global food insecurity, global food security. So blaming others um, doesn't doesn't really um, go anywhere. Um, this is a example of uh, Erasmus, where uh, Stanford and here. Uh, 46, a, f a farmer in uh, Zimbabwe survived on the meager diet. Um, this is a very haunting but, um, but tame image of the suffering that activists created through fear mongering. Anyway, so the farm to fork energy, so uh, farm to fork strategy is something that worked effectively in certain areas, but um, when you're going through and um, trying to present this in a global context, um, this may not be the case, and you would need to um, create um, kind of a global system of understanding, then, um, then kind of um, merge it with um, so global global versus local leads to the uh, most optimal interventions. Um, when you don't have data in each or one or the other, then you can um, kind of um, use something else to understand the plight in, in the situation, even um, qualitative research. Um, so this sums up um, uh, the food arrogance, um, food security, and some of um, some of the related food. Um, aspects that are important to go into. So um, if you get a chance, go through this article. Thank you for listening.